BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You guys, we did it, bro. My father was arrested last night at Madeline's house. Two sisters take to TikTok to help capture their father after he was charged with sex crimes against children. I'm Anjanette Levy, and this is Crime Fix. Anna Alberon and her sister have been all over TikTok for more than a year, pleading with the public to help find their dad, Davey. So this is my father, Davey Alberon. I've been trying to spread awareness because he is currently on the run because he hurt 22 little girls. Davey Alberon has been wanted for just over a year for sexual battery of a child and child abuse in Osceola County, Florida, in greater Orlando. This guy starts to molest and rape two young girls. Now, thank God for the courageous acts of coming forward by these two girls. And we have a warrant for his arrest for the acts that he did against them. Help us find this guy and get him off the streets. The Alberon sisters knew what their father had done to the children was criminal. It was wrong. So they transformed themselves into social media crime fighters. Because he hurt 22 little girls between the ages of four and 16 years old, the four-year-old he bought. So yeah, he bought a child. At one point, the sisters even put up a billboard and started a GoFundMe for a reward. It has been an entire year that my father has been on the run with the help of his family. Then recently, a big, big break. The Alberine sisters appeared on America's Most Wanted. Davy Alberon's beautiful daughters, Anna and John Adi, are with us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much Thank for having so us. Thank you so much for having Thank us. You. you are so brave. You are so brave Thank and you. tough. That likely helped generate a big tip in this case that led to the arrest of Davy Alberon in Polk County, about 90 minutes away from Osceola County on Sunday night. Here's Sheriff Grady Judd with how the arrest unfolded. And we received a tip on Sunday evening that he was hiding at a house off Country Haven Drive in Lakeland. Well, that was his mistake to come to Polk County. Our deputies surrounded the house with a canine. It was late on a Sunday night, and it was quiet because it's a beautiful, nice neighborhood. And all of a sudden, the silence was broken by scurrying around, someone trying to get away. We circled a shed behind the house and took a guy into custody. He told us his name was Jose Fernandez. Well, no, it wasn't. It was Alboran, 51-year-old Alboran. And once we ran his fingerprints, we saw that it was him, and then he confessed that, in fact, it was him. The Alboran sisters, of course, took to TikTok to celebrate. 
So thanks to America's Most Wanted, he's only been on the show for a week, and we found him. We found him! <laughs> Osceola County Sheriff Marcos Lopez is here to talk with us about the very latest in this case. Sheriff, uh, what is the latest? When will Davey Alboron be back in your jail? Well, right now he's uh, clearing some charges for providing false information to law enforcement in Polk County. As soon as he clears those charges, they will bring him over and they'll transport him here to the Osceola County Jail so he can face the charges, the uh, reference of sexual batteries, the capital sexual batteries. Tell me if you would, um, what charges he's facing because his daughters have said, you know, there are multiple victims in this case, um, but it's our understanding he's only facing charges at this point for two victims. Yes, right now he's facing three capital sexual charges on children from 12 and under. He's facing lewd and lascivious molestation charges and also child abuse. Um, the reason we haven't been able to charge any, any additional charges is because we're still waiting for any additional victims to come forward so we could start uh, the process. We can't do anything unless the victims come forward, identify themselves and uh, cooperate with us so we could actually charge them. Yeah, and that's a key piece of this. A lot of the times these victims don't want to come forward. And if they don't cooperate with you, there's there's not much you can do. Um, tell me if you would, um, the daughters in this case, Anna and her sister, obviously launched this massive campaign on TikTok, uh, hoping to help capture their father. And yet they say that there were other family members who were aiding Davy Alberon. So tell me about um, how unusual this is to have two daughters come out and launch this campaign to capture their father. Yes, it is very uh, unusual and, and my hat goes off to them. They're courageous, they're brave, and they did the right thing. One even mentions, you know, he's her best friend. But you know what, when you're wrong, you're wrong, you're right, you're right, and justice is always gonna prevail. Um, the campaign that they launched and being unstoppable their dedication and commitment to making sure he was apprehended is really what a real citizen is should do and, and do to help law enforcement. You know, we're so limited with our resources sometimes. Uh, we do need those additional eyes and ears and you can call anonymously to our crime lines, but when you directly get involved and continue to push, every tip helps. A lot of the family members were given false leads and false tips saying he was in New York or in Philadelphia and then he was in Puerto Rico. So what we did, we had to get the marshals um, involved because they start looking for those fugitives once they start leaving our jurisdictions. But I'm telling you, if we had more citizens like them that would come forward whenever these type of things happen, I'll tell you what, we can get more criminals off the streets and we'll be in just such a much safer place. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And it really seems like uh, the big break in the case happened when this appeared, the, the story, the case appeared and the daughters appeared on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> That may have led somebody with some information to say, you know what, I've just got to tell what I know. Well, we basically, you know, this this all this whole case originated in the St. Cloud Police Department's jurisdiction, which is in my county. What I do is I showcase most wanted felons always to help whenever they're 
these type of cases where they're harming children is you definitely want to prevent them from harming anyone else's children. If they're willing to harm their own family members, imagine what they'll do to strangers. So we showcased him on our Osceola's Most Wanted a December, a late, uh, it happened in November of 2022, and we showcased him late December 2022 to help raise the awareness. And then the daughter also started raising awareness, and we continued to push this. And then um, the America's Most Wanted picked it up and helped. And like a couple weeks later, or a week later, sure enough, um, one of the tips led to the correct place where he was at in Lakeland, and it led to his arrest. Do you think that there could be some charges for the people who were helping him hide? You know, there is charges for harboring a fugitive. However, it's kind of hard to prove. It's kind of hard to say, you know, you have to go in there, start interviewing them and talk to them and see, you know, what capacity was their involvement? Was he just there visiting and they told him to leave and he refused? Police showed up and he jumps out the window. There's so many different scenarios. Uh, I do believe that the Polk County Sheriff's Office will be looking into that because of all of that happened in their jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, he gave a false name too. He tried to say that he wasn't him. Um, so that, to me, they were able to figure that out very quickly. Sheriff Judd told me because they had a fingerprint scanner and it almost looks like something you'd see on CSI, you know, and I've seen them in j county jails when I've been there doing stories. You put your fingerprint on there and they can, like that, they can figure out who somebody is and ID them. Yes, it's a very good tool. We have them here. We use them a lot on traffic stops and um, in criminal cases when people are not able to be identified. And, you know, sometimes you do get a good hit. And sometimes you don't if they're not in the system. So it just depends if they've been processed through the NCIC and the FBI inlets. In this case, he had been because the warrants were already pushed through. But it's a good tool. It's a good resource. And, uh, you know, and my hat goes off to those officers in Polk County who didn't give up. And they didn't believe that he was not who he said he was. And um, the persistence paid off. He actually was Davey Alvarado. And I saw that you guys had a little bit of a celebration at the sheriff's office on Monday um, with the, the two daughters, um, which was great. Um, if anybody has information about Davey Alberon or other crimes that he maybe is accused of, where should they reach out? How should they contact your office? Please have them call at 407-348-2222, uh, the Osceola County Sheriff's Office non-emergency line. Tell them to talk to a detective, um, victims crimes, sex crimes. And what we'll do is we'll investigate find out what jurisdiction it occurred in. And if it happened here, we'll add the additional charges. Uh, from speaking to the victim yesterday, there's one victim that something happened very similar in Orange County. Um, she's supposed to be going to the Orange County Sheriff's Office to talk. But like you said earlier, it's very hard for them sometimes to come forward. But when you see that uh, these girls, uh, they fought and continue to be persistent, now he's in jail. I think that gives other victims a little bit of hope and say, hey, you know what, let's do this. Let's keep adding charges to this guy. And guess what? The longer and the more time will be added to his jail stay. So, you know, anytime victims come forward and help us out, it really helps law enforcement so much because like I said, we're shorthanded. You know, you know how it is all across America without witnesses and victims coming forward and telling their sides of the story or pushing, being persistent. Sometimes these things don't come to closure. So we really thank them. Yeah, most definitely. And the victims coming forward, obviously, they're seeing that this guy is being arrested. He will be taken through the system. So it probably reassures them a little bit that something will actually be investigated and 
possibly charges filed if the evidence is there. Uh, Sheriff Marcos Lopez, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And that's it for this edition of Crime Fix. I'm Anjanette Levy. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, have a great night. You can download Crime Fix on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts and new episodes post each weeknight at 6 Eastern time on Law & Crime's YouTube channel. Daniel Camacho does our video editing. Our head of social media is Bobby Zoki. Our senior director of social media is Vanessa Vine. Savannah Williamson is one of our producers. Diane Kay and Alyssa Fisher book our guests. And Brad Maybe is our audio editor.